Two drinks in a mile. Cheese. Lights, camera, microphones, action. Someone they something they always forget when you're saying that saying. Mm. Lights, camera, action. Yeah. Is that from the silent movie era? Because they don't say lights, camera, microphone, action. Well, the camera has a microphone in it. I don't know. No, not in the real theatre. Cinema making. I don't think anybody says that anymore. Yeah, but it's a saying that must have come from the silent era. Mm. Welcome to another episode of Two Drinks Cinema. We are two brothers reviewing movies, two drinks at a time. Good evening or good morning, Brett, whenever you are listening. Good afternoon, Lee. (laughs) How are you? Good. Good. Uh, we are done with Robin Hood in an hour's time. Yes. <laughs> and we've finished with a bang. Oh, okay. I won't go too much of the overall um, because we both have a lot to say. Some similar, some different. Which is good because a podcast where we both said the same things for an hour would be fucking boring. It would be quite boring. Much like this movie. <laughs> also, I feel like we should start to put a um, language warning on the podcast. Mm, okay. Because we've dropped a few F-bombs. Okay. Uh, so Language warning. That's a language warning. And I feel like, like the language warning should be, this podcast is two Aussies. We're going to say fuck. We're drinking. Yeah. And Aussies. F-bombs will happen. We're going to swear. We don't drop too many C-bombs. Only when absolutely necessary. Yeah. Uh, This movie, I don't think, is worthy of a C-bomb. But anyway, we'll see what it does. It is Robin Hood from 2018 with Taron Egerton. Mm -hmm. Uh, The very loosely Robin Hood. It's like a modern interpretation of the stories, what they were going for. I think we can say it's Batman Begins with Robin Hood. (laughs) Okay. A little bit. Right. Yeah? Yep. Uh, But we'll get into that. But before we do, we need a drink. This is a cocktail entitled Robin Hood. Ah. There are four of them that I found across the internets, and this is one of them. It has in it tequila, vodka, creme de banana... Nice. One of my faves. Yep. Orange juice and pineapple juice. And glad if you're looking on the YouTube, it just looks just, like orange just juice. Looks like orange juice. I'm glad we got another use out of the creme de banana. We haven't used that for a while. <laughs> you know, it's creme de banana that got me into drinking. Yes, we know. I think we've yeah. heard this story. Anyway, um, the quantities will come up on our socials at Two Drink Cinema, or they'll be up on the screen now if you're watching on the YouTube. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, banana. I think it would be much better without the banana. I think it would be better without the tequila. Although that's not too bad. It's not too alcoholic in taste. Tastes like something else. I think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not too bad. It's all right. I'd, I think I'd just be okay with having a screwdriver. Yeah. Vodka and orange juice. Yeah. But I'm not sure that's what Robin Hood would drink 
in any version of the movie. <sighs> I'm also not sure how much creme de banana was around in those times. In the ele- well, it probably depends which movie you're watching. That's true. Um, but I, it's it's all right. It's a two. Two? Uh, two and a half. Two and a half. It's just all right. It's very drinkable, but I don't know if I'd get it again. Like, I wouldn't order it again if I'd went to a cocktail bar and ordered this and drank it. I wouldn't then go, yeah, give me another one of them. Yeah, I'd drink it and go, yeah, that was all right. Let me look at the menu again and see what else is there. You'd go, yeah, I tried that one. Now I'll just have another French martini, please. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically my life. All right. Well, so not, not my life, just <laughs> my drinks. As we have said, this is Robin Hood set in may or may not be medieval times. Oh, and there's a Cockney narrator that opens a book, so you know it's accurate. Yeah, so you start Tim with the book. Minchin? Open, t- interesting choice, Tim Minchin. Uh, considering he was winning Tonys in 2018 for Matilda, oh God. he then decided to play... He goes, fuck, I need money. The skinniest fryer tuck you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. Also the soberest. Also the um, <laughs> least religious, it seemed. He's just like, ah, I'll steal. I'll do this. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So there's three main messages in this movie. Fuck the 1%. Yep. Uh, we're very racist against Arabs. And religion is shit. Yeah. Which if you go back to America in 2018, it's pretty much yeah. what's going on. Pretty much what's still going on. Um. So we get to, we actually, uh, Tim Minchin tells us that it's not about Robin Hood. You thought you knew the story. Think yeah. again. That's um, not what he sounds like. But He basically says this story isn't about Robin Hood. And then we spend two hours following this guy named Robin, yeah. who is the Hood. But we start with Marion, who isn't Lady Marion or Maid Marion. She's just Marion. She's just Marion, and she's going to steal a horse from this manor house. Yep. That happens to be owned by Taryn Edgerton. Yeah. Slash Robin. Robin of the Hood. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, instantly attracted to one another. That's obvious. One terrible line. Just one? In this. You are completely beautiful. Yeah, it's... What, what do you mean completely? Also... Like, does he go around to other women and be like, oh, you are 90% beautiful? Yeah, you're mostly beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But also, considering he can only see 25% of her face... You can just see the eyes. You are... Com- your eyes and eyebrows and yeah. the bottom half of your forehead... Are completely beautiful. Yeah. Well done on getting Jeans. the eyebrows threaded. Uh, but they fall very quickly in love. Yeah. And then just spend a montage pashing in every movie, uh, room of the manor. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big manor too. Um, but it's not a castle. No. It's a manor. A manor. Um, and then, as was the thing in the 1200s in England, he got drafted. Yeah. Mm. Do we think the sheriff hated him before and that's why the sheriff drafted him? You know what? You could assume that. Mm. Um, but you could you could say that, you know, in other versions there's a Prince John. Um, this one, irrelevant. So, yeah. So, I did a bit of research on the Robin Hood stories. All right. Partly so I can write my fan fiction of the affair between Robin and Will. 
which isn't happening in this it's movie. Not happening in this one, that's for sure. Much to, I'm sure, many people's disappointment. And it actually, because I was thinking, why would you take the title and the character of Robin Hood and write a story that's so not like what it is? Yes. But what we actually think the story of Robin Hood is, is just what Errol Flynn told us, yeah. told us it was 85 years ago. Yeah. There's 600 years of Robin Hood stories. Yes. Okay. Um, and the first ones didn't have uh, Prince John, even King Richard, even made Marion in it. Right. So it's basically you can just do what you like. Yeah. If you just okay. get a character who's good at archery and robs from the rich and gives to the poor, mm-hmm. you just add bits as you want. Yeah. Because okay. there was like, he was just an ordinary man to start with, something between peasant and gentry. Mm, but then okay. in the late 15th century, a writer made him a lord. knight. Okay. Another writer made him a lord. Right. Then another writer put in that he f- likes King Richard. One even wrote that he he's a fox. So... One yeah. One even wrote that he's followed by a Southern American folk singer. Yeah. So you can kind of do what you like. Yeah. I enjoyed the movie a lot more once I gave up on it being Robin Hood. Yeah, I get that it is. It took four characters from other stories and made it a different version. Yeah, it tried. It didn't fully succeed in everything. The no. story I get was all right. Everything else was pretty bad. We do so overall. I'm giving it a <laughs> done. Yeah, very short episode today. It, uh, no. Unlike the movie, not the longest movie of Robin Hood that we watched. It's two hours. Two it hours. Is the longest one. Oh, it is. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I felt like Errol Flynn's was longer, but it wasn't. The He gets uh, conscripted. Yep. Gets drafted, drafted to the Crusades. To the Crusades, uh, and then goes to star in the Hurt Locker bow and arrow edition. Yeah. It's an automatic bow and arrow. Yeah. Big crossbows that just bang, bang, bang. Big uh, semi-automatic, automatic crossbows. Arrows that are good enough to throw someone back two feet when they get shot. Yeah. But not good enough to actually make anyone bleed. Yeah. A lot of yes. A lot of um, death in yep. the Crusades, not a lot of bloodshed. Even when somebody gets their hand chopped off. Yeah. There's absolutely no blood. Jamie Foxx, if you're not going to bleed, why do you need to put a metal stump on you? Also, why do you need to put a metal stump Just on you? Just for later hand? when you <laughs> bang someone on the head. That's all he, it was for. He did that twice in the whole movie. Yeah. He'd be yeah. dead. Yeah. He stowed away in a boat somehow. For three months with one hand. Yeah. And didn't get any sort of infection. Medical, medical treatment. I'm reading too much into it, obviously. Um, but, like, come on. You're dead. He was kept alive by the spirit of avenging his son. Ah, that got his head chopped off. I wonder if that bled. Also... We didn't see that, did we? You're only powerless if you believe you're powerless, Brett. (laughs) So it was his belief in his power that kept his stump from bleeding, number one. Yep. And he was just like, don't... 
bleed. Maybe because it didn't bleed, it didn't get infected. That is the opposite, I think, of what I'm blood not a does. scientist. But okay. if it didn't bleed, maybe it wasn't an open wound. <laughs> So didn't get infected. Okay, okay. So he got his it's hand. It's like he got his off. hand chopped off, and then the skin just yes. folded itself around and sealed itself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like Wolverine. Yep. In the X Men, but instead of healing, he just seals off wounds. Yep. Okay. Cool. So you can chop another bit of him off. He won't bleed and won't get infected or hurt by it. Okay. That's this version of. Uh, Credited as Little John, never called Little. Um, Just called John. What is his name? John. But he has a name. He has an Arabic name. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. at the end, it's like, Freytag's like, nice to meet you. What's your name? And he's like, Arabic name. He's not that bad, and then Tim he goes, Mitchin. You sound like no, he's no. from one of the two Ronnies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I'm just going to call you John. I'm like, We've been calling John the whole movie. Why put that in there? Yeah. There's also no Prince John. So we didn't need Little John and Prince John. He could just be John. But he's credited as Little John, which I find odd because it's not like he's really trying to make a Robin Hood movie. No, it's just like an action movie. he's also not Will Scarlet. He's Will Foothill or something. Yeah, I don't know. Were they? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Who was Irish. Um, and, yeah, I tell you what. Can I say another thing about the Crusades? There are a few things to say about this version of the Crusades. Okay. As in the one they show in the movie? Yes. Okay. No, I don't know enough about the real Crusades to comment on that. So It was a religious war. That's all I know. I understand, and we are on this podcast, very pro-diverse casting. Uh-huh. Okay. One of the English army men mm-hmm. in Robin's battalion yeah. is not white. That's correct. Okay. Yes. He is of Moroccan descent. So my question okay. to the casting team of this movie is why would you cast an actor from a mostly Arab country to play a person who is invading Arabs and killing them. That just seemed uh, yeah, quite uh, odd yep, to that's me. That's a fair question. Um, in undisclosed Arabic country that they Arabia. were in Agrabah, <laughs> they went to. Um, I don't know. No, back then also, it was. I think back then it was just called Arabia. Also, why Jamie Fox? Well, because like, you need someone black. Well, they could have 19- saved money. In 1991, the choice was obviously going to be Morgan Freeman. Yeah, and in 1993, it was obviously going to be Dave Chappelle. So, I don't know. I reckon that could that could have been Will Smith, men in tights, too tall, too early. Yeah, quite possibly. Nah, could have been Eddie Murphy, too big. Yeah, because then then it would have been an Eddie Murphy movie. Kerry Elwes. Two credits above Eddie Murphy in yeah. 1993. Not going to work. Eddie's not signing on for that. No. It becomes Robin Hood's mate, Men in Tights. Yeah. Um, I just yeah, I just found that odd that you'd cast 
and I'm not, you know, it's a bit of a generalisation. You cast an Arabic-looking actor to go and invade yeah. and kill Arabs. Yep. But well, he got drafted too, so he didn't have a choice. That's true. But he comes back on a yep. hospital ship. Yep. Sent by unnamed commander. And he's been. Well, he's, yeah, we don't find oh, that we out don't know for an hour and a half. Yet. That's true. Until he comes back, he's like, the war's still going on, but I've got to come back and deal with this one robber, thief yeah. man. I'm Guy of Gisborne. Now, he even says killing Arabs got boring. Jesus. Comes back, lost his house, lost his woman. Yep, of course. Will, who we don't find out for an hour and a half, is a politician, has taken uh-huh. Marion. Taken Marion. Well, and it may also- or may not be the 1100s. Also, don't get so personally offended that she moved on. You were dead. You were dead. Everybody thought you were dead. Do you just expect her to get like stay in this large manor on her own with no money? And that happens so much in war movies. Yeah. I thought they you, move on. We thought you were dead. Oh, well, then why'd you marry someone else? Because you were dead. Because I thought you were dead. I'm, I'm not, not gonna, waiting for you. I'm not going to wait in the hope that maybe the letter from the war office was wrong. Yeah. They also weren't married. They were just pashing in the manor. In the manor? What, what manor is that? Um, a horny manor. You know what? Yeah. So I was just like, don't be that guy, Taryn. Yeah. Um, you're, you're the only good thing about this movie. Don't ruin it now. <laughs> I, I'm not sure about the characterization of Robin Hood. It was a bit all over the place. He was a bit headstrong youth. Yes. He was a bit angry for revenge. He was a bit idealistic. Uh-huh. He was a bit cunning. He was a bit action. He was a bit, oh, I can't do it. Like, we, we, Yeah. We, we, where are we going with this Robin pick, Hood? Pick three of those things. Yeah. And just say, I am a cunning, arrogante kid. Yep, done. It's a bit all over the shop. Um, you know what this director loves? Jamie Foxx. Loves a bit of slow-mo. Yeah, it's a little bit Michael Bay. And loves a um, aerial, like, bird's eye shot. There's about 87 of them in the movie. That's true. Scene like, we get it. You know what it gave me a lot of vibe of? You you won't have seen any of it, but it's very Assassin's Creed. Yeah, even what he's wearing. Yes. I haven't seen it, but I've seen the um, picture of the game at JB Hi-Fi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then not long, I think it was before this, was the Assassin's Creed movie. Yep. And so it's got definitely got that vibe. For you Assassin's Creed fans, I wouldn't have been surprised if he jumped off a tower into a bale of hay, which is one of my favourite bits of the Assassin's Creed game. Oh, he doesn't do that? No. You know what? He lands I... on the back of a wagon unharmed. <laughs> back of a wagon. <laughs> um, can we talk a bit about um, Ben Mendelsohn? He is a very good actor at playing a baddie. Yeah. Most of the time. <laughs> yeah, he has a couple of moments and I wasn't 100% convinced of his accent. No, I, you know, yeah, the accents in this were, okay, the, Jamie, yeah. Fo- I, 
one yeah. point I was watching the movie and I actually yelled. I just goes, pick an accent, Jamie Foxx. Yeah, it was, it came and went. The issue with Jamie Foxx is that it came and went from a bit Arab. It was almost like French. He went a bit Arab. He was like, oh, no, I don't want to seem like I'm taking the piss out of an Arabic accent. Yeah, I better right? pull it back for the second half of this line. So then he was talking like these. It was yeah. weird. And then he sometimes thought he was Morgan Freeman from Prince of Thieves. But then he was like, no, I don't want to be seen like I'm being Morgan Freeman from Prince of Thieves. Yeah. The, so that was my issue with Jamie Foxx's accent. My issue with... Ben Mendelssohn's accent is that it was very neutral everything, but then also was nothing. Yeah. It wasn't British, it wasn't American, it wasn't Australian. Yep. Which kind of meant there was a word that was Australian and a word that was British and a word that was American. That yep. works super well when he plays the baddie in Star Wars Rogue One. Okay. Because those countries don't exist in Star Wars. Right. So generic accents yeah. work. Yep. And he's very good in that, which was a couple of years before this. And I think as a baddie, he plays that role very well. He's good at yelling. Yes. So that's good. Um, it's come a long way since Cozzy. Yes. <laughs> um, I think that it was all just a bit, I'm a baddie. Yes. That's it. Like, yeah. okay, say this. Be an asshole, yell this bit, that's basically your role. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. How much you paid? What, millions of dollars? Sure. It's, he's made, he's made the most of it, Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Because that casting in Star Wars was huge. And Shane and I were saying, was he just play baddies now? Because he played, he was a baddie in one of the Marvel TV series. As well. Okay. Iron Fist, I think. Great. Um, And Shane and I kind of said, well, if, you know, Disney's going to keep coming to you with millions of dollars to play a baddie and you're just some guy from Sydney, Mm. you're going to say yes. Yeah. And he does do it well, even though this might not be the best script he's ever been handed. It was was rough. Here's some of his lines. Yeah. They really... Stitched him up. Can I tell you one line? Nothing sacred until I've caught that thief and drowned him in a cage. They hate our freedom, our religion, our culture. I'm like, oh, okay, so Ben Mendelsohn is playing Donald Trump in this movie. Come on. That scene where he does that speech. Yeah, okay. He he was one step short of tweeting invade the capital. (laughs) Is what what was going on there. And then also tweeting, no, I didn't just tweet saying to... Get me Robin the Hood. Not Robin Hood. Robin the Hood. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Should we hang a few of those lords just to see them shit themselves? Yeah. That was another one. And then Robin Fool says, yeah, one. But none of them get hanged. Nope. Because I would have hung that Pembroke guy, whoever he was. He was a dick. Yeah, he was... They're all dicks. Um. Also, to me... Yeah, if I was a sheriff, correct. Um, I think I would have worked out quite easily who it was. Oh, mate, come on! If you're, he just got back from yep. war. Yep, yep. And then there's the same time that he comes back. There's this mysterious thief going round, and then some of the money is given to his ex. This is what gave me um, 
vibes of Batman Begins, right? Mm. Nolan's Batman Begins. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is gone, right? Presumed mm-hmm. dead. Okay. Then he comes back. Yep. Takes back his billions of dollars. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden. All of a sudden. An incredibly highly equipped vigilante mm-hmm. appears on the streets. Yep. What One of the first things he does is protect the assistant district attorney who used to be the one that Bruce was in love with. There you go. Okay. Then he also tries to get revenge on the people that killed his that killed Bruce Wayne's parents. And people are still like, who's Batman? Yeah. <laughs> it's like this. It's the this same one, thing. It's like he goes I, away. He goes away. He comes back. Then all of a sudden the toll bridge gets robbed, which has never happened. Yep. And then the next day Robin rocks up to this party with bags of money. And this hood person is a very good archer. And it is known that he was good at archering. In the war. in the wars, and then a bag of money appears at not just any commoner's door, and not even Will, who presumably we find out later is the political leader of the commoners, mm-hmm. doesn't rock up at Will's door. Yep, rocks up at the essentially soup kitchen that Robin's ex-lover runs. Yep, but it isn't until she looks him in the eyes and hears his voice. Yeah. That she's like, oh, you're Robin. How did you know it was me? It's so obviously you. Oh, Rob, not Robin. Rob. Sorry, it's Rob. just Rob or English. Don't call him English. Mm. What are you doing, English? Whatever accent you just choose. Because he wasn't calling him Arab. Gosh, he wasn't. Yep. Yeah, nope. Moving on. Speaking of overhead shots, when Robin does get back at Rob, and Marion goes to the. Front door. Did we need to take a shot from Robin's ring doorbell camera? <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> that shot. We definitely did not. That's like some of the shots from the movie The Purge. Like, yeah. just looking down like paranormal at the front door. Activity. Yeah. We didn't need that. That's an odd shot. It was, yeah, it was, it was just the movie wasn't right. It didn't sit right. With a lot of things that the choices that they made, we like they, then they're like, "How else? Oh, we need to go big now. Let's try rob the treasury itself." I liked the I liked the action. That, right, the action was all right at the start, though. I was like, clearly, none of these extras got like training on how to use a bloody bow and arrow. It's all just very like, uh, uh. it's probably. It's probably you at grade five camp again. I was good at that, both as a grade five and as a teacher. There you go. I'm good. I was good at archery. Maybe it was more us when we were playing it was us, archery on yeah. the Wii. After a couple of cocktails, trying to play Wii sports. The action, I thought, was good. Once you just go, oh, it's a bit of action. But my issue with getting into the treasury was, right, he goes under the carriage, standard. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Then they say, new order, all the money is to go to the counting room. And that's when Robin goes, oh, shit, how am I going to get out of this? Like, yeah. well, how your you original get out plan of was the vault. How yeah. are you going to get out of the vault? Yeah. It's not Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, you haven't got a little man to do a backflip. Yeah. The, but then there's clearly a plan of how to get out because 
Jamie Foxx, John, is waiting with a carriage and a fire. And they're like, and then it all like blows up for some reason or something. I don't know. Like we wanted to get their attention and have, we have it now. I'm like, you already had their attention because you've been stealing their money this whole time. You did it in the street too. Like I think that's what they wanted. They wanted them going down the street and fire. Fire catches people's attention. Mm. I don't know. People just obsessed with fire. Another issue yep. with not finding out who Robin is, he spends a lot of time and his mask's fallen down. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, there, there is at least three guards that he had to kill because they saw his full face. Yep. Then he jumps out the window and lands on a carriage that he's ridden by a maskless one of three black people in Nottingham. Uh-huh. And then he takes that black person to a party... Yep. When he's Robin of Loxley. Yep. Why yep. would you take him to the Cardinal's orgy? Why would you take him to that party at the Hunger Games capital? I don't. I, just, I didn't yeah, get it. The like, Cardinal's orgy. What is that party? It's a. It looks like that scene you know in Sweeney Todd when he's all like, and it's like a masquerade party. It's fucking weird. Yeah, I think they were just trying to go in the medieval times. Nobile people had mask parties. It was. I don't know. Was it a dress-up party? Or did I make that up? No, I think it was... Did I watch another uh, movie? It was a bit of a masquerade ball. Okay. Then they, the quote is, an orgy of excess. Mm, Babylon style. Yeah. Horny and alcoholic points. But I'm going to take my Arab friend to the sheriff's place, and we know the sheriff hates Arabs. Yeah. And then there's this other subplot of... Marion and Friar Tuck are doing something to work out something else. Oh, yeah, they're about doing something. Something, that's for sure. I can't remember what it was. They needed to get some oh, paperwork. He was a, he to prove that the sheriff is actually against the church and he's like doing a double cross kind of thing. I don't think they went in thinking he was funding the Arabs. I think they just went in like, he's doing something dodgy. We've got to check his papers. We've got to find out what it is. All right. Um, so then I don't know if we needed the whole like sub subplot of the sheriff was abused by a priest. Yeah, that's what. But when you make a movie that has three points, fuck the 1%, fuck the Arabs and fuck the church. Yeah. You needed to put that in. Yeah. And then the. I don't know. I thought it was going to go like touchy the boys, not belting the boys. I, that's what I was. Yeah, thought but it, it went going to go broom well. handles instead. Um, and then of course the old army buddies come back. Yep, because the war's over. Nope, nope. We got to deal with this one no, guy. Just coming back because killing Arabs is boring. I want to hunt one Batman robber vigilante. Yeah. Yep. And of course it's. We find out an hour and a half into the movie, Guy Gisborne. Yes. Who, in previous movies, has been the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yes. But he's not in this one. That's true. It's a different thing of just like his lackey. Robin just says, do you trust me to fry a tuck? Before belting him and throwing him to the Cardinal. Yep. And gets him defrocked. 
defrocked, which mm. again... Take his beads. Then Friar Tuck says later, you have freed me. He's again, not religious. Fuck religion. You have freed me from religion. Yeah. Um, but we don't know how much Friar Tuck knows about Robin at that point when Robin uses him. No, I, I, to be honest, I kind of lost track of what was going on at that point. Right, I'll fill you in. Then it was just like, action, something about religion. Action, some line from a cardinal. Action, they drive a horse through a wall. Yeah. I'm like, fuck the horses. It's just like, hold on. Um, the horse is going to run through a solid wall. Can do it. We saw that in the animated one. It's fucking ridiculous. It's action movie. It's dumb. They've also, like in Hawkeye, got arrows that also explode. Yep. Which Don't I didn't understand. think was invented in the 1100s, but this could not have been maybe in that time. Yeah. And then he says, and they're driving they? off in the carriage, and then they drive through the wall, and then there's things exploding, and then there's some kind of like melted, molten, liquid metal thing that falls over for some reason. What are they mining? I don't know. Because, like, it's an awfully big setup to mine iron. But it's awful. It's some people are in the mines, but manage to keep themselves quite clean. So it can't be a dirty mine. In the. <laughs> They set up the mines as the mines, right? Yep, that's the thing. But then it's clearly like a town. Yeah, because then later it's like this is now part of Nottingham. Yeah, and this is where where a lot of people live. But, and again, I'm pro-diverse of characterization. Yeah. Walking out of the mines in the first shot of the mines is a man with no arms. Oh, really? I didn't notice that. I've not worked in a mine. Oh, gosh. Right? But I've watched um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Yeah. They all use both their arms. You're pretty sure you need arms to work in a mine. Yeah. Especially those days. Now there'd be equipment. That's true. You know, these days, those back in the day, there's just a pick. You just got a little axe. Yeah. So, like, pro... Unless he's very good with his feet. Pro-diversity... But I don't think a man with no arms is going to work in a he middle little ages mine. Ax, uh, pickaxe things on his shoes and just goes around kicking the wall. Dink! Or Dink! does he have one of those pedals and he pedals the wagons up? Oh, okay. Out of the mine. Yeah, that could work. On the rails. Yep, all right. Because that's what you should be doing in a workplace is accommodating your workers' yep. needs. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, we've solved that one, thankfully. Whew, lucky. They do decide to take the mine. Yep. Yeah, no, back to the party. Is the mine... Okay, back to the mine. <laughs> is the mine the Sherwood Forest? Is that... They've kind of replaced that. That's where, like, the common people are, the villagers. You no, know? at the end, they escape to Sherwood Forest. Oh, that's right. Yeah. My last note was, it took us two hours to get to Sherwood Forest. Yeah, okay. That's a Batman Begins. This is what it's Batman Begins. It's Batman Begins it's meet the Hunger Robin, Games. It's Robin Hood Begins. Yeah. Because he's not in Sherwood Forest with Merry Men until the end of the movie. That's true. Because no a, one like, is origin Mary. kind of story. No one is Merry in this no movie. No one Merry. No one. But there might be a few Merry people at the party. Yeah, true. The Cardinals. Oh. Hey, I bet. I bet. I'm sure he's Merry. The Arcadino says, 
Fear yes. is the greatest weapon in God's arsenal. That's why the church created hell. They did. They just That's, made it up. No, they not did. real. The Bible's not a documentary book. No, I know. But people think religion is real and Jesus is real, right? Yeah. So is not hell part of that? No. Well, I think what he's saying is the church invented all of it. Yeah, but that's what I thought. Yeah, which is, is what he is. Because that's the point of the movie. Fuck religion. Oh, that's true. Yeah. And the younger the oh. church's greatest assets. Mm. Save that for some scoring later on. The sheriff would not invite Marion to the Hunger Games party. And will. It just doesn't make sense. But also, she's stupid to just go in and just be like, you're a fucking thief. Yeah, you're an asshole. Thanks for the invite. Fuck you. I'm like, at a roulette, at a craps table, you're not James Bond. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down, Marion. She wasn't great. She's just going to get her head chopped off. I'd, I'd shoot her with an arrow. No, she wasn't great. Um, and I don't know, Eve Hewson... Yeah. I don't know what else she's done. I don't know. But she is the weakest actor of all the mains. Ooh. It's a pretty good cast. In this movie. Taron Egerton, Jamie Foxx, um, Jamie Dornan, Tim Minchin, Ben Mendelsohn. That's a pretty good cast. Are you saying in this movie she's the weakest? She's the weakest of the mains in this movie. Okay. I actually think also she's the weakest Marion. Oh, yeah, that fox was much better. Yep, the vixen was much better. You can't compare it to Olivia de Havilland. No, you can't. Um, and then whoever it was in Men in Tights, her singing voice was amazing. <laughs> she hasn't done a lot that you've heard of. Well, that's a very short filmography section. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe TV now. No, even less TV. Anyway, Eve Hewson, I have heard the name, but I don't know what she's been in. Uh, but this appears to be it that I would know, according to Brett. Bridge of Spies. Yeah, I've heard of that movie, but not her in it. So then, uh, Ben Mendelsohn gets even more pissed off. Yep. And decides to take the mines to fuck the commoners yeah, off. Yeah, yep. The way they talk about commoners. Oh, commoners. Oh. So then that really pisses everyone off. Mm -hmm. And so Marion ends up finding out who Robin is by looking at him. And then the jig is up. So then he goes and talks to the miners and basically says, uh, fuck the 1%, we need to occupy Nottingham. Yep. And then it becomes, it goes from a fuck religion and fuck the Arabs movie to a fuck the 1% movie. Because it is very political. Yeah. The story generally in other things of Robin Hood is quite political as well. But it's more just about taxes. Yeah. Well, this is a war tax. Yeah. Which apparently the sheriff just called a war. The sheriff of this one like county, whatever. They're all like, it's his war. Yeah, yeah. It's all him. I'm like, I'm pretty sure and then the he didn't start the crusades. He started the crusades. Or he gave the idea to the cardinal who gave the idea to the pope to start the crusades. Mm. That's how it happened. Right. That's okay. fact. I looked it up. That is fact. No, it's not. Cool. The the pope did go crusades, though. That's a fact. That's a fact. The crusades happened. Yeah. That's I know a that's fact. a fact. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it was started by a sheriff from an English folk tale. No, I don't believe so. No. 
The so they go to the mines, uh, and with six words, Robin convinces Will that fighting is the right answer. Ah, yes, because let's do it or something. What is yes. it? God, are you going to fight with me? And then Will goes, "Oh, actually, yeah, all right, yeah, oh, God, <laughs> Done. okay, great." Um, which he immediately regrets because he dies. Presumably, it looks like he dies very quickly. Will, yeah, but he doesn't. Mm. Uh, and then, spoiler alert: uh, Will Two Face is going to be the next movie. Yeah. Yep. Which, uh, if you think about the second of Nolan's Batman's, ooh, Harvey Two Face, Harvey Dent, yeah. And instead of Eve Hewson, we're going to get Maggie Gyllenhaal. Good. Okay, that's good. Um, so then. The sheriff at some point works out it's Robin or something. Yeah. And then Robin goes to like, find the sheriff. Yes. And then he's like, oh, no, I'm going to die. And then Jamie Foxx is there. Yep. In the thing. And then they beat him or whatever. And then they just hang the sheriff. Yeah. And leave him there. Then well, they just walk out like, <laughs> Robin was like this, like, no, you you think you're just going to get executed no you're going to get this and this and this but then when his mate comes along it's just like oh yeah just hang him that's fine yeah 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 the sheriff even says that he's going to boil him in his own piss yeah that's vulgar yeah it's bad it's just bad writing there's some odd ones i i feel like the script was a bit like we want to make it sound primitive torturey nah and so we instead of just we're going to boil him with his own piss. Yeah. But anyway, we get this big fight, which I actually quite liked. The action, I think, of that last fight was good in terms of just action. Yeah, okay. I wasn't trying to look for too much of it. All right. But one flaw I realised at two points in this movie, which was really brought home in that final few moments, was... Robin isn't an intelligent man. Yeah. Okay. But he, he knows gets what love is. Drafted to the Crusades. Uh-huh. Okay. He's in the Crusades for years, he tells us later. Four years, yep. Yep. It wasn't until Jamie Foxx's son was going to have his head chopped off that he realised they were killing Arabs. Yeah, yeah. And that's when he's like, well, no, fuck this. The son of the man that was just about to kill him, he's like, oh, no, don't kill that guy. Yeah, but... If you're in the Crusades for four years, surely that point is not the first time you've seen yeah. Arab people chained up and killed. No. That's what you're there for. Yeah. And then similarly... Not the chain up and kill, but killing them. Similarly, and I get, you know, he's drafted, he doesn't agree with it. Yeah. But it took him four years to realise it was bad. Yeah, I don't know. To the point of turning. And then in this final fight, he was about to leave, right? Get on the boat and go. He only came back because Will wasn't with them. And it yep. was that always war quote of like, we all go or none go. Yeah, don't leave a man behind. Yeah, even though like probably 100 people just died in the streets. But it, when, when he's saying all, he just means him, yeah. Will, Marion, Frytuck and Jamie Foxx. Yes, which happens all the time. It's all of us. Yeah. It just means like six of us. Yeah. So he goes back and it isn't until he goes back that he's like, oh, this fight that I started means people are dying. 
Yes. I better do something about this. Yeah. And that's when he sacrifices himself. Like, you've got to realise by now, Robin, that, like, wars mean people die. Also makes a pretty decent recovery for someone who was shot directly in the heart with an arrow. Yeah. Threw up just a puffer vest. Yeah. Like, that's and a north, north face. face. Yeah, he's north face. So north, maybe that's what saved Dan Andrews when he fell down the stairs. Maybe. His north, Extra north face vest. North face. We're not getting political. No. I thought it was hilarious. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't think it's hilarious. Anyway, dictator Dan. Dictator um, Nottingham. Yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I- he, put the city- he did put the city in lockdown. Nottingham. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. Not for 500 days, but uh, he did put the city no. in lockdown. But one thing with their plan, they were like, the city's in lockdown. We can't go on the streets. And then they go on the streets. And then it's just like, well, fuck that. We'll just go on the street. And then somehow Friar Tuck gets behind the line of guards to start a fire. Yeah, and then walk, and then they walk through the fire. They just use the shields to push the fire away. Yeah, very, um, it's from another movie. Oh, I think he, I think actually Ben Mendelsohn does it in Star Wars. I was going to say, is it Star Wars? Yeah, there's got it. There's something very like that in one of the Star Wars. Quite possibly Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Um, I also love that it, they assumed this movie would be well enough received that they set up for a sequel. Yeah, it didn't happen. Well, I I didn't look up the budget. A hundred million. That's a good budget. Well, and that they have put work into it. I know all of my tabs are looking up for Willow, which is our bonus one of the month. Um, I I do it lost think, money. Oh, did it? So it was a hundred. The budget was a hundred million dollars, and worldwide gross was only like eighty million. Yeah. Wow. See, they they went. They did go all out in terms of casting. Like 2018, Taron Egerton's just come off Kingsman, Kingsman. and the second Kingsman. Yep. Um, Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx. Jamie Dornan's done with... Um, was he done with that? Christian that, Grey. At that point? Was he, I don't know. Anyway. So... Overall... Um, overall, the people didn't like it. I didn't like it. Is what you're saying. I um, didn't like it. I so, laughed the most in this movie of any movie we've done this year. More than Robin Hood Men in Tights, more, the comedy version more of More than, Hood. like, Meaning of Life. Oh. Right? There was one bit. I laughed the most when they just got the horse and rode it through the wall. I was just like, oh, no, you are not doing that. I thought it was great. Speaking of horses, I was shocked the most when that CGI horse fell. <laughs> CGI was so terrible. Many, so many stuntmen... Got oh. shot by arrows, and I was like, yep, another one, another one, another one. One horse, CGI, <laughs> fell off a building. I was like, oh, the horse. <laughs> no oh, animals were harmed cry. in the making of this movie. Oh, because they were so obviously fake. The All right, so the people didn't like it. I thought it was okay as an action film. Mm-hmm. So for the Google reviews, I've taken the five stars. Yeah, I'm very glad that and you did that. You've taken the one stars. And I'm going to start with the five stars from Draven. Draven. Okay. okay. I really love this movie. The action was awesome. A twist on the regular story of Robin Hood told with wit and humour. IDK what y'all are talking about. Shut your mouth. 
open your mind and try something different for a change. Oh, gosh. P.S. I also love the classic Kevin Costner version of Robin Hood and the timeless Disney cartoon. Oh. So he's hedged his bets. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth and open your mind. So he's saying that to the person that's written the one star you're about to Yeah, to mad- Madden. This film tries but fails to sustain interest beyond a point. It should have been over in 70 minutes. Instead, we get an over-melodramatic, uninspiring Robin Hood that runs for 120 minutes. Trust me, you will feel sleepy after 60 minutes. (laughs) Jamie Dornan looks great with a beard. (laughs) If Houston is not at all heroin material, Mm. alas, with a bumbling screenplay, you can expect only so much quality. Although Joseph Trapanese's score music sounds good. (laughs) Just... It, the music is good. The music is good, but also it's just like action music. Yeah, that's true. There were a couple of moments where it was a bit too much for the scene. Yeah. Another five star. I honestly don't know why people expected this movie to lean on the historical accuracy. Robin Hood was a folklore, by the way, <laughs> and realism. The makers of this movie did say that he wanted to make it in the veins of a Mission Impossible movie, but in medieval times. When you put yourself accordingly with that perspective, this movie is actually very entertaining. Honestly, way better than that Assassin's Creed movie or the Robin Hood where it was played by the guy who did Gladiator. Oh, <laughs> the guy who did Gladiator. <laughs> oh, I can't remember his name right yeah, now. Not Russell Crowe. Not Russell Crowe. So there you go. Oh, Jesus has some thoughts. Okay. Terrible. There were a few spots where the action was decent, but overall I would not recommend or watch this movie again. If you like this movie, then you should watch previous versions where characters were more meaningful. My favourite part was when someone was shot by a crossbow in the chest and moments later was okay. (laughs) Just a scratch. Shot in the left side heart of chest. Good directing, very believable, laughing face emoji, laughing face emoji, laughing face emoji. And if the simple scene was botched, imagine everything else. I should have rated it no stars for the two hours of my life I will not be able to get back. That's such a common thing people in these one-star reviews saying. So they I will never get this time back in my life. Yeah. God. I will say, like, because, yeah, you know, movies are bad. People Some make bad movies. movies are bad, yeah. This was, like, still funny because it was bad. I still laughed. Like, I didn't think I wasted my time. Well, now because we're doing an episode on it. Yeah, yeah. But if we weren't going to do it, I would never have watched this movie. As much as I love Taron Egerton. No, me probably neither. I'm looking forward to the Tetris TV series. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Each one is going to go slightly faster than the episode before it. (laughs) Tetris joke for uh-huh, any other uh-huh, Tetris uh-huh. fans out there. Another five stars. I'm really shocked by its underperformance among mass. I was kind of deep into this movie. Seriously, critics need to check this movie one serious time, dude. This is one of the most underrated movie of this decade. Oh, my God. On a serious note, just go for it and let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah. I loved it and really the story is on the next level world of Robin. Just awesome. That's a kid. That is a child. <laughs> they just they didn't write next level though. They wrote next LVL. God. World of Robin. By far the worst version of Robin Hood. Every single thing in this movie is bad. The actors, the way the story is told, 
even the clothings. It just <laughs> looks like they told all actors to bring their own costume from stuff they had at home. If you want a movie to make fun of it, <laughs> go ahead and watch it. Otherwise, you're just going to be disappointed and waste some time. I bet some high school students could make home video way better than this. I've seen some good TikToks. That's what okay. high school oh, students okay. yeah. are making. That's what high school... They don't do movies. They do no, TikToks. they don't do home videos. They do TikToks of people going, Angela Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have, have one, one more. more. Okay. I have one more because I was just like, this guy absolutely hated it. There is a lot to say about dropping your trousers, defecating into your own hands, and then clapping. One such thing is that it would be more pleasant activity than sitting through this abomination. It is truly, truly an extraordinarily bad film. Bravo. Oh, wow. (laughs) I reckon he has that saved, this bloke. And copies and pastes it in any movie that he check doesn't. His, check his profile yeah, and he'll see. There's no scene. mention of any person, no story, title, no. nothing. Hilarious. That's great. Well done, Gavin. You know what annoys me that people do on the Google reviews is when they clearly and obviously review something that's not right. Okay. Like, oh, I used to love going to this pub, but the new owners are terrible is like one I read on Robin Hood. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Like, you're just doing that to try to be funny. When I was doing the ones for another movie that has a TV show, there was so many in there. I did the same thing. So, Willow is the one for this month that we're doing to keep on the kind of medieval ish fantasy thing. We're doing that as the bonus episode for Buy Me Coffee. There were so many people that are like, damn this and the Disney wokeness. And I'm like, this didn't seem like a very woke movie. Yeah. It's like, and it was like, this started out strong, but by episode four, I was like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> but then there skip. was the opposite, and people were like, this film was terrible. I really didn't like it and gave up after episode two. I'm like, okay, so you've said film, but you mean TV yes. series. Yeah. And I got confused because I'm looking at the film, and I deliberately searched Willow 1988. Well, when I was looking through, I... Um, was like, hang on, have I Googled the wrong thing? Yeah. But anyway, it wasn't anyway, me that was wrong. That's the Google reviews for Willow that's on the Buy Me Coffee for the bonus episode for our members. Uh, but we are going to take a short break and Brett's going to get up the Archie Q. De Niro score sheet and we are going to see how much we agree and what the score mm. is for Robin Hood 2018. Okie dokie. Two drinks in a bar. All right, let's do some scores on the Archie Q. De Niro score for Robin Hood 2018. If you want your own score sheet, then check the link in the episode description and you can add your scores. Or if you're old school, I'll send you a Google Sheets or an Excel spreadsheet. Right. If you're even older school... Send a stamped self-addressed envelope. Oh, (laughs) I'll send you a uh, piece of paper back. Remember when we did that? Oh, to go get on Agro's Cartoon Connection. Agro's Cartoon Connection. It didn't get on, surprisingly. It was shit. Um, mine was, certainly. All right, that's it. Alcoholic. We've already scored Archie Q. De Niro. Archie stands for alcoholic, representation, cry, horny, insults, and enclosure. enclosure. The I don't know why I was trying to read over on your screen when it's on this screen say, here. It's right in front of you. Alcoholic, we've and already you scored. Kind of know it. Yeah. We've already scored the cocktail, which are two and a half. Two and, and a half. half. In the break, I got a second drink. Mm-hmm. 
And it the movie, how alcoholic is the movie? Not very. There were a few drinks around at meetings and at parties, and there was the orgy of excess where people drank. Yeah, but that's like it. Nobody there wasn't really like got drunk. Barrels of ale. Or yeah, no, no party like in, in the movie. forest. Friar Tuck is not drunk in this one like in most others. No. So. One? Or Rabbi Tuck. Um, one? Yeah. Yeah, one. Might be the biggest score I give it for this one. Oh, um, representation. Well, there's a lot of racism against the Arabs. But the movie isn't racist against Arabs. The Crusades are. Ah, uh, okay. That's what I'm saying anyway. Calls them savages. That's true. In the start, if you, old mate calls them savages. I, I actually think I'm going to go out on a limb and apologies to any American listeners. But if you're listening to this podcast, I assume you're more intelligent than the average American, which is low bar. I think... <laughs> The <laughs> no offense, but you're fucking stupid. No, no offense, but your country is generally stupid, and I don't, I don't mean that in saying oh. American people are stupid. I mean that in the American education system is fucked. Okay, the average American, the allegory of the Crusades happened, and Americans hate Arabs now. That would have gone over so many people's heads in those cinemas. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just thought that Allegory. representation is where I should have put that in. Uh, and just um, in case Lee didn't already think that he was smarter than everybody listening, uh, he used the word allegory. I'll put a definition for in that for the episode which, description for which, anyone that needs it from America. <laughs> which shows great pathos. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even. I didn't use that word correctly at all, did I? I have a degree with a minor in literature. <laughs> That's true, actually. It's an, oh. also an education degree. I didn't like begging back to representation. Yes. It's good that Jamie Foxx is there and they've kind of done that twist with Little John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To have a person of colour in there. Yep. I don't like that he couldn't pick an accent. Um, and I don't like that the bit at the end where he's like, my name is Arab. And do you mind if I just call you John? I don't like that on a couple of levels. No one makes any effort to pronounce his Arabic name. Yeah. Even the friar, right? And if you think the American education system is fucked, then the education system in the 1100s was more fucked. The only people that did any kind of learning were religion people. Religion people, yeah. 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 So Friar Tuck would know how to read. Yes. And most of the other merry men in the forest wouldn't. And not okay. even he makes an effort to pronounce his Arabic name. And he's a learned man. Well, he's not a very good friar. No. Like, it's, I don't know. Well, been undercooked. we'll get to, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what came out there. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Somewhere between my agreements and somewhere between me turning into Uncle Roger from <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> German. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. Das ist very good joke. Yeah. No accents. Oh. You don't do accents on this podcast unless they're Welsh. And that was the other podcast. <laughs> that was. Um, representation of like a one and a um, half. See, we get 
in an ordinary movie, right, we give them a bonus point for making the English army not just white. Yeah. But like I said before, I don't get why you would then cast an Arabic-looking man as a person that is Maybe he was like a turncoat. He's like, oh, I'm on your side now. I'm just clearly going the opposite direction. Of all people in that battalion who are going to turn on the English, it shouldn't be the Lord Robin of Loxley. It should be the Arab guy that's That's in the team. (laughs) Anyway, I'm giving it a slightly less because of that. I I don't know. No queers. No. But there are people of colour in Nottingham. Yeah, just, you know, everyday diversity in there. One and a half? Okay. We need to say this definitively at some point because now I put the scores on the screen in the YouTube. Yeah, one so and a half. if we just talk vaguely for a while, I'm there with the captions going, we just said one. Oh, no, now we said a half. Now we said two. Now we come one to a final a decision. That's what we do. So if you zero, no one and a half. What are we next? Cry, no, nah, that's zero. zero. <laughs> cry is a zero. No crying, none at all. Didn't even cry when that CGI Badity. horse fell off the building. Oh, the poor horsey, horny. Lord Robin of Loxley is horny for the top half of Marion's face instantly. Mm, you are completely beautiful. It's the standard level of horniness in the other movies where as soon as they see each other, horny. Yeah, and then they just run around pashing each other. Yeah. In every room. Because obviously they were going for as low a rating as possible. Not Google rating, a lower like classification rating. Ah, uh, right. Sensor yep. rating. Yeah, no sex so scenes. So they didn't want to put sex scenes in, which is why they didn't put blood in. Ah, uh, okay, maybe. Because once things bleed, yeah. it's more violent. Yes. You can chop as many hands off as you like, but as soon as someone's bleeds, the American censors are like, no, nah, that's violent. That's true. That is true. Which is, I've said in the Kill Bill, why Lights that whole crazy eight, eight scene, one of the reasons is uh, black and white. Mm. And it's why they a lot of the samurai movies, when they were released in America, were released in black and white. Because Americans are stupid. Yeah. Yeah. They were yep. shown, they were made in color, like the ones in the 60s and 70s. But when they were shown on American TV, the American censors were like, we don't want to see blood. So they yes. showed them on American TV in black and white. Yeah, right. So I'm sure there's a whole generation of, again, I'm going to say it, dumb Americans, who didn't think that color cinema made it to Japan until the 90s. <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> anyway. But the horniness of this... Um, I have American friends. I'm allowed to say that. Well, I feel bad for them now. <laughs> they're, the smart, they're the smart ones. Completely One of beautiful. Completely horniness. beautiful. That's lots of pashing. The young are the church's greatest assets. I put oh, I put that in the horny. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Vale George Pell, but not really. Oh, but not really, I said, but not really. <laughs> All right. We're not getting political. I just was so disgusted. <laughs> I went off screen. Um, Brett, Brett just went, I don't want to be a part of this podcast visually or orally. <laughs> and ran away over here. Oh, speaking of orally, I don't know what to give it for horniness. It's a 0.5 because it's not a horny movie. It's just nah. a bit of romance. Did she, she was horny enough that she didn't wait. Oh, he died. No, it's fine. And it was also like four years. 
It's a decent time. Why did Will get drafted? Because the sheriff hated Robin. Okay. But then the sheriff very quickly was okay with Robin because Robin came and said, I want to be in your favour. <laughs> I very obviously am doing this. I want you to like me. I am only giving you money so that you like me. I definitely do not have an ulterior motive. No. Don't look at just my eyes, for you will see that it is the same eyes as the man with the hood. Yeah, which is very, very not Batman, because it's Batman's chin and mouth that will give him away, not his eyes. So this movie is not Batman at all. I'm Batman. Um, I'm Robin Hood. I'm the hood. Uh, So, Horny, we're giving it a 0.5. Yes. Okay. Insults. Insults. The sheriff fucking hates Fryer. The sheriff hates everyone. Yeah, true. Sheriff calls Fry Tuck an idiot. He Marion hates, hates the sheriff. He even hates the cardinal. He hates everyone. He hates the church because they they oh they fiddled with him. him. Well, belted him, which we which we think no means fiddle. Well, he said. Do you know? Can they originally wrote it as more of like a thing? Or they're no, like, no, I, we can't do that. I think they did because he said the old men would come to the orphanage or whatever. And discipline us. The way he accented and emphasised the word discipline yeah, meant not discipline. Yeah. Discipline. Because discipline is belting. Then Robin Hood brings it up later. can't remember what he says exactly. Oh, yeah. He says... He's like, oh, going to get the whip out again or something. We're going to get the broomstick out. Yeah, broomstick. They're not going to decapitate you. They're going to take your title and maybe they'll even get a broomstick out. Yeah. Yeah. The... Sheriff hates everyone. Sheriff the sheriff is everyone. insulting towards Friar Tuck. Marion basically just stands at the craps table and says to the sheriff, you are an asshole thief of the common yeah. people. Takes a thief to catch a thief. She basically just says that. Um, oh, one insult. The sheriff says, and this was a stupid line. I've defended generally the movie, but this stupid line. How do you love a god who gave you that face? Oh, <laughs> Tim Minchin is not an ugly man. He's not like Jamie no. Dornan or Taron Egerton. No. But he's not an ugly man. No. How but do you love a god that gave you that face? How do you face? love a god that gave you that face? What a stupid Somebody insult. said that, and then in the, in the background there was a group of drag queens going, Ooh! Yes! <laughs> Girl, she read you. I don't know what drag queens Shady. Say. Shady. Um, Is that a thing? That's a thing. Tongue pops. I should be a drag queen. I'm really good at that. That's all it takes to be a drag queen. Um, You might need to shave. No, you can be a bearded drag queen. With this level of beard, though. It's not perfectly manicured like Conchita. It would need to be better. Oh, yeah. Well, if someone was paying me to perform with this beard, I would go to the barber. As opposed to putting yourself on YouTube every week. Have you seen some of the people that are big on YouTube? You don't need to look good. Everybody's so creative. <laughs> that was not saying she's ugly. Uh, the food she reviews <laughs> is, though. Insults. My favourite one of that, Tina Baker. Great if you're looking for something on TikTok or Reels or YouTube shorts. She um, she does this one where it's... 
they still leave the paper in the bottom of the roasting pan. Oh, I've seen it. Like, I've seen it. It's like, we're just going to leave that paper in there because that's just extra flavor. It's just extra flavor. And a little saying, she's like, it won't go down easy if it ain't cheesy. <laughs> then we're just going to put it in the oven on 400 degrees Celsius for eight hours. Yeah. Or she'll just be like, and now we're going to put it on 1,000 degrees for 25 years because we want to make sure that chicken is all cooked through. Uh, anyway. Insults. We'll get I'm going to give on the it podcast. a. I'm going to give it a two. I'm going to give it a one seven five. Okay. Because it's not that insulting, I don't think. I wonder if this will get into speed two territory. In- enclosure. The manor is big. The sheriff's house is big. They've deliberately made it modern by not calling any of them castles, though. Lee, I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. If you live in the forest, I can't even ask that. If you live don't. in the mines, yeah, okay, is that your whole mining, um, you know, District Thirteen of the Hunger Games, or is it like? Can I tell you another thing that it looks like? I want you to have a Google of look, listeners, and find a shot, a big shot from outside. Of the narrows in Bat in Christopher Nolan's Batman, it's a yeah. Okay. Then find a big shot of the outside of the mines in this yep. Robin Hood. Yeah, I'm not dropping this. No, I didn't hate the movie. No, it's just very clearly Batman begins with Robin Hood in it. It's Robin begins. Robin, the <gasps> hood begins. Rob Batman and Robin. Anyway, sorry. I didn't, why did I only just think of that? <laughs> uh, enclosure. You know, sheriff big, other people poor, like a two. I think we've done Average, the same one. Two. It yep. averages out to a two. All right, that's the Archie yeah. of the Archie Q De Niro. Now, the Q of his middle name stands for quotability. They made a good attempt at quotability when Jamie Foxx says, you're only powerless if you believe you're powerless. <laughs> um, I wrote, I think I said, it. should we hang a few of those lords just to see them shit themselves? Yeah, that's odd. Fear is the greatest weapon in God's arsenal. It's why the church created hell. Yep. The first one you wrote, though. I'm Rob. I'm busy. Mm. I hate I hate stuff like that. Then there's, um, yeah, who do you, how do you love a God who gave you that face is a bad quote. The quotability I wrote, I did for this movie, wasn't things that are quotable, was more like bad dialogue. It's not a quotable movie. So I'm, the only quote from that, is when Marion says to Rob, if not you, who? If not now, when? Ooh, but that's change. not a quote by her. No, I feel like they stole that from Gandhi. Unless we're meant to think that the saying we know commonly now, which is actually on a Clean Up Australia Day ad that I heard earlier this year, <laughs> is from Marion? Oh, I stole it from a fucking seagull. Um, no, I don't know. What seagull? Isn't there like an animated seagull that's Clean Up Australia Day, but more in the 90s? Oh, okay. Not now. It's that rugby player, man. I'm almost thinking it's Slip Slop Slap. Slip Slop Slap, which is now Slip Slop Slap Seek Slide. Slide. Yep. Seek Shade. Remember when we went to the tennis in 2021 and it was Slip Slop Slap Seek Slide Sanitize? (laughs) (laughs) Oh. I'm giving it a zero for quotability. I'm giving it a zero for quotability. Also, then we're into the De Niro part of the scale, and the D stands for drink. This is very important for the Two Drink Cinema podcast. If you're just joining us for the first time, we find it very 
important to a movie's success, whether or not it features Coke or Pepsi. And this one features Pepsi. This one features neither because neither were invented in this movie may have been set in the 1100s. I'm surprised Pepsi didn't get it in, in there, but that's fine. You'd think it could have been like in Game of Thrones in that guy left the Starbucks cup. Yeah, or apparently there was some big epic blundering editing thing in Last of Us. Oh, ruined the whole thing now. Oh, or that moment in Game of Thrones where they accidentally slipped in Ed Sheeran. Oh, that was bad. <laughs> Lee, don't bring that up. The E for De Niro stands for endurance. I've written a paragraph. You've written five words. I wrote, it's <laughs> terrible, will get forgotten. I agree that it will get forgotten. I think if this director and writer and Taron Egerton had decided to make... A good the- movie. No, I think if they'd made the same movie but not tried to jam it into a Robin Hood movie, yeah. then I think it would have been good. If you watch similar kind of popcorn action flicks, yeah, this passes with those. But I think one of the issues right. is that, like, if you look at, as we have for this month, the breadth of Robin Hoods, you're not going to watch this one. You're going to watch... I'm going to watch Men in Tights twice instead of watching this again. You're going to watch Men in Tights, you're going to watch Kevin Costner, you're going to watch Errol Flynn. Yeah. Or you're going to watch the Disney, right? Yeah. The four we've watched are three good ones and there's Kevin Costner's. Mm. Right? So I think if they just decided to be like, this is Taron Egerton's big action flick, I think that would have been better than trying to jam it into a Robin Hood. Yeah. Okay. Taron Egerton acts well. I think he's good. He is good. Um, I don't know if it fully allowed him to be his good kind of action, but that kind of comedy in there as well. Like Kingsman. Yeah. He's very good in Kingsman. Um, and and he fights to do a little song and dance number, fight, like in Rocket Man. Which yeah, but is the fight scenes in Rocket Man, great. Oh, love it. I, I think it's hilarious that Taron Egerton met Elton John on um, Kingsman. Yeah. And then they were making Rocket Man, and then Taron Egerton gets to play Elton John. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That fighting that Elton John does in Kingsman, or Elton John's CGI stunt double does yeah, in Kingsman, right. is also I great. I watch that again. Well, let's I wrap this episode up, and then we think can. That um, the, uh, the 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 special effects are bad for a movie that's only five years old. The CGI and the blue green screen, whatever you want to call it, is bad. I didn't find it that bad. I did. When they were like on like chariot, when they're on the ripoff chariot race from Ben Hur. Oh yeah. And it's just like, what is this going on? It's bad. Mm. It's mm. I found it really bad. Endurance. I'm going to give it a. I want. I almost want to give it a, like a point five. I'm going to give it a one. I think it will be forgotten. But for different, re- I I think it will be forgotten because it's the worst of the Robin Hood movies. Yeah. Even worse than that one from Gladiator Guy. Gladiator, the guy that was in Gladiator. Yeah, the guy that was in Gladiator. Getting his name was pretty flop. Yeah. Didn't do well that movie at all. Yeah, and he's not done much else. So why would I bother remembering no. his name? No. It's just not ringing a bell. Um, I haven't watched that one, though. <laughs> no, we were tossing up between Russell Crowe and Taron Egerton. We chose Taron Egerton because it's five-year anniversary, not the 13-year anniversary. That's bad luck. Ooh, mm. yeah. So 
uh, yeah, I think it's a one. I think it will get forgotten because it's the worst of the Robin Hood movies, but I don't think it's the worst action movie I've ever seen. No, I think it's not the worst action movie. It's definitely not the best, though. It's no. just all very generic, and it was trying to do something that it didn't quite get to. It's very one-dimensional in terms of action yeah. and characterization and script. Yes. Nostalgia. I just wrote, nah. I just wrote, only five years old. Zero. Impact? Don't think so. Zero. It got nominated for Razzies. Did it? Yeah. Worst, worst picture. Mm. Worst supporting actor. Jamie Foxx. Yep. And worst maybe screenplay, I think. Surely worst screen couple, the Cardinal and Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think it was. Oh. I worst think... screen couple, Will Will Foothill and Robin of Loxley. I think that of the people in this movie... That I have seen their other stuff. This is the worst thing that all of them have done. Taron Egerton, Jamie Foxx, yep. Jamie Dornan, yep. Ben Mendelsohn, yep. F. Murray Abraham, worst thing they've all done. Oh, yeah. Tim Minchin, worst thing he's done. Yeah, I, I still, I just I don't can't, know why I wrote that in impact. I just can't get over. Well, this it does have an impact in their career because if you look along. They get so negative. <laughs> yeah, if you look along Tim Minchin. It's like amazing comedian, toured the world with a great production of Jesus Christ Superstar, won Tonys for writing Matilda that is now a great movie version, yeah. and then Robin Hood. Yeah. Like, we pick the odd one out. Yeah. It's just an odd... Maybe, I reckon it was, I need a bit of cash. Oh, yeah. Was it shot here? No. No. We don't have any mines like that here. would have to be shot in Newcastle. Ah, yes, mine. Where we've been told by our racist taxi driver that it is the yeah. hub of Australia for steel mining. Yeah. I do remember seeing some flames come out of a dark hill. Okay. Like this mine in this movie. Flames out of a dark <laughs> hill that would just go off every now and then. It's Lord of the Rings, <laughs> Mount Doom, <laughs> Newcastle. It was it was the Emerald City. <laughs> Pay no mention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> All right. Uh, rewatchability is the R of De Niro. Oh, sorry. What are you giving it for impact? Oh, um, I'm giving it a 0.5. Actually, no, I'm giving it a 0.25. Well, okay. Here's a question. If the impact is significant but negative, how do we score oh, that? okay. Because I think... You can't give a negative. I think this means there's not going to be a Robin Hood movie for a while. Yep. So that's an impact. Is the impact also that it was bad enough that it didn't make the sequel that it set itself up for? Yeah, it impacted itself badly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how, like, if it I had a know. bad impact, is it a zero? If it had a significant impact that's bad, is that a score of the impact or the score of the positive impact? Positive impact should be the score. 0.5 then. Okay. Because I don't think it had a positive impact on anything other than two more hours of screen time for Taron Egerton, which yeah. I'm always for. Yeah, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Overall, no, rewatchability. Now, nah. if, uh, if I just feel like a bit of action, maybe. But if I was look, if I was like, I just want to watch an action movie. I'm gonna. There's so many good yeah, action. True. Movies. There's seven Mission Impossible movies I'd watch ahead yeah. of this. And if it was like, oh, but Jamie, uh, not Jamie Fox. Taron Egerton looks good. He's done better action movies where he looks better. I'd watch Kingsman again. Yeah. Right? 
Okay, zero. Yeah, right, zero. I didn't feel like I'm influencing your decision. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. We're getting down there. Well, as long as we're not in Stonewall territory. Oh. Worst gay film of all time director ties are not this summer. I shouldn't have had this second drink. We've got two more episodes to record today. God, <laughs> overall, overall, once I stopped thinking it was a Robin Hood movie and just went, oh, it's a bit of action. Yep. I got into it more. I thought that even with that point, the action wasn't fantastic. Have you watched the third Terminator, uh, not Terminator, Transformer movie? I've watched this is above one that. Transformer. Yeah. The first one. The second and the third. Which one is Josh Jamal in? The fourth. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> um, listeners that have just joined us or only kind of, well, listeners, we don't just watch movies we think good looking men are in. No, it's just a bonus. It helps. Josh Dumal helps every movie. Still haven't watched Shotgun Wedding. Nah. Maybe let's watch. We can watch this after. You know what I randomly watched last night? Because my friend, uh, shout out to Liam if you're listening, um, was sending me like reels of funny moments from the Brady Bunch movie. Oh, you watched that? Not Liam is the reason that we both rewatched The Nanny. Yeah. So I watched (laughs) last night, I watched um, the Brady Bunch movie. The Maureen, what's her name? Maureen McCarthy? Whatever her name. Martine McCutcheon. Martine McCutcheon. Shelley Long. Oh, yeah. She's Mrs. Brady. Fantastic. It's so stupid, but it's so funny. I love, I love. And it's so easy. Anyway, we'll save that in a couple of years. Oh, okay. No, I like that because it's not, it's one of those things where they haven't tried to make a 60s TV show into a now version of the movie. Yeah, yeah. They've taken the piss out of the 60s TV show so the adults who watched it in the 60s are yeah. like, oh, yeah. It's just funny. It's just like, but what about my friends? Oh, but Jan, you don't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's such a bitch. Uh, uh, anyway, overall for Robin Hood, um, I laughed at this more than anything we've watched this year because of how bad it was. I did think Taron Egerton and Ben Mendelsohn were good. I think that it's a good cast that were let down by a terrible script. Like, did they not read it before saying yes to this? Or was it just like, there's so much money? Yeah. That Leonardo DiCaprio produced this. Take his Oscar away from him. No, it took him years to get that Oscar. No, take it away. It could be a whole generation before he gets another one. Oh, God. I think the script, I think, yeah, I've, said before, it's just one-dimensional in kind of every aspect. Yeah. One-dimensional action, one-dimensional script, one-dimensional characterization. It's the the go, what do we need to make an action movie? Blow up, slow-mo. Protagonist, tick. Baddie, tick, 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 tick. Too many baddies. The sheriff, the cardinal, that Gisborne guy, Will. Too many baddies. Yeah, I didn't think we needed him to be versus Will. I don't, and I was maybe like, oh, they'll be friends. No. I was hoping they'd have sex, obviously, because that's... Because Will and that's Robin, that's what you reckon has happened in all of them. It has, 100%. If you put that many merry men in the forest for long enough, two of them are going to hook up. Yeah, they go, oh, and then they're like, oh, we need romance storyline. Tick. Then they're like, oh, explosions. Oh, but it's medieval time. Ah, we'll put it in a mine. Tick. Uh, The romance was a bit like nothing. 
They're like, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to talk to you. You're with Will now, and then just pashes him at the end. Yeah, it was. It wasn't great. Um. So overall, see, overall, just gonna... in this watching of it, yeah. So. Another question. I know we're 35, 40 movies into this scale. Uh-huh. And I've asked two questions about how we rate things. Are we rating this overall of our scores so far? Or scores so far as they come across the bottom of your screen on YouTube? Or overall, in watching this movie, what score am I going to give it? In watching this movie, what do you give it out of five? 2.25. Not compared to... Yeah, okay. 2.25. Godfather. <laughs> you know? 2.25. Yeah. Okay. I'm giving it a 0. 0.5. Oh. Or a okay. 1. Put go a 75. You know you want to. It was just a it was just bad. It was just bad. Nah. Everybody was bad except the only good thing about this movie was Taron Egerton. He had a couple of moments. Where he wasn't great. All right, give us the score. It's so bad, neither of us wrote anything in the other section of our notes. There aren't many. Oh, no. Oh, what is it? We have a tie. (laughs) The overall score for Robin Hood 2018. Is tied with Godfather. Speed 2 Cruise (laughs) Control. 16.25. Oh, that's so low. That is our... So that's equal worst. That's like... if I gave it a 1 instead of a 0.5, then it wouldn't be that bad. Stonewall, which was on the Rainbow Popcorn, got a 12. Got a 12. Out of 50. (laughs) And this got a 16 out of 100. Uh, Yeah, so 16.25. It's bottom of the barrel. I was really... I was almost going to give it less than a... 2.25 2.25 overall. Oh, so I'm glad gosh. I did. So it wasn't clear last. Yeah. Wow. All right. We are done with Robin Hood. Yeah, we're done. Thankfully. Thankfully. We've got a little bit more fantasy to go in this uh, month's Buy Me a Coffee mm-hmm. episode. Buymeacoffee.com mm-hmm. forward slash two drink cinema. If you would like to support us and get your bonus episode, that's Willow. Not the woke. Disney's woke agenda. Oh, no, I haven't the, watched it, but apparently movie. a girl fall in love with a girl. So it's Disney's woke agenda. Oh, I read. I read somewhere someone said, "I hope they go bankrupt. They own Disney. entertainment. Disney will never go bankrupt. There, as long I said as it. someone is watching a screen, Disney cannot go bankrupt. Disney has been around for a hundred years this year, and they they are now bigger than they've ever been." They are not going to go bankrupt ever. They, they will be cockroaches, taxes, share, Disney. Outlast the apocalypse. <laughs> they survived the Great Depression. Yeah. And the, the huge guy recession dying. in the 80s. Disney dying. Disney dying. The yeah. huge financial issues of the 80s. The GFC. The Hollywood Writers' Strike. Straight after the Hollywood Writers' Strike... Disney bought Marvel. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Disney's not going bankrupt as long as someone is watching entertainment. They own Disney, they own Star Wars, they own Marvel, they own the ABC network in Australia, in America. Oh. 
um, they're not going bankrupt. All right, what's coming next is a movie that turns 35 this year mm-hmm. and has trivia about it. It does. It was released on the 22nd of June. I'm just going to give you some facts and you can see if you can guess it, people. It was released on the 22nd of June, 1988. It was released, it is from the United States. Yeah. It is in English. Yes. Its budget Mm. was $50.6 million. Its box office, $351 million. And... Is the highest grossing movie of 1988 in the United States. All right, there you go. That's enough facts. Yeah. You should be able to get it from that. That's all facts. Wrong one. Is that racist? Wrong one. Wrong one. They all look the same to me. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Two Drink Cinema to get our episode on Willow. Thank you, Brett. Thanks, Lee. Thanks for listening to this episode of Two Drink Cinema. Make sure you've subscribed so you don't miss any future episodes. Please share this episode with a friend and leave a rating and review. It goes a long way to help us reach a bigger audience. This show is produced by Two Brothers Entertainment on the lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, and we pay our respects and acknowledge their elders past, present and emerging. Follow us on all your social platforms and join our Facebook group to connect with us. Thanks for listening, happy watching, and please drink responsibly. Thanks for listening to another episode of Two Drink Cinema. If you'd like to support us further and access some exclusive content, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash Cinema. As a member, you can gain access to exclusive bonus episodes, access episodes early, buy merch, and contribute to the making of the podcast. The support of our listeners can help us go from a D-grade flop to a box office blockbuster. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Cinema. Cheese.